In this episode of Monday Moments, we're talking about how to overcome adversity, so stay tuned for more. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday's sermon. My name is Travis, and with me today is Pastor Tyler. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to talk about your message. Um, If this is your first time joining us, we want to welcome you, first of all, and we want to invite you to consider hitting the subscribe button and the little bell icon next to it to be notified anytime new episodes get released. We just, we really enjoy bringing content like this to you, uh, and we just want to be sure that uh, you get notified every time there's more content. So with that out of the way, let's uh, jump into our discussion. Yeah, let's do so, it. Uh, you know, as, as always, uh, I think you did a great job. I think the sermon was fantastic, uh, and I really appreciated um, your, uh, I guess i say kind of vulnerability, or I think maybe a better way to say it is how this discussion out of uh, these chapters of uh, chapters in Ezra were very personal to you. Yeah. Um, I think that's number one. I think that's God's providence mm-hmm. and God fulfilling his promise to provide comfort uh, and giving you the opportunity to comfort others with the comfort that you've been given Absolutely. by God. And so I really appreciated kind of your personal connection with this message. And I think that came through. Yeah. Um, and just as a quick overview, you mentioned a lot about just overcoming adversity. What does that look like? And how did we see adversity in the story of the Israelites rebuilding yeah. the temple. And, and you shared a little bit about that, the enemies of Israel coming in, and they at first kind of came in kind of sneakily mm-hmm. and, and kind of deceptively, and it kind of looks helpful and good and everything, but then they came a little bit more aggressively and more yeah. aggressively as the story went on. Um, and, and I think you did a great job of segueing into what does this look like from a modern Perspective. What does that look like in today's world when we talk about adversity and we're talking about the enemy, right? Like that's kind of the Christianese phrase that we use to talk about, you know, Satan and, and his scheme, right? right. Like the, the Apostle Paul talks about the schemes of the enemy. We're yeah. not unaware of his schemes. And so what does that actually look like? And I thought you did a great job of kind of breaking that down of, of here's what this looks like. When we talk about spiritual warfare, when mm-hmm. we talk about attacks against... Um, our flesh, our minds, our hearts, our marriages, our families, um, our jobs, our whatever. I thought you did a great job of kind of explaining that. Um, and so kind of, uh, well, I guess just to kind of start off, can you can you kind of break that down? What does that look like practically when we talk about spiritual attacks, when we talk about adversity? Um, what, what, are, how does, what does that look like, uh, practically speaking, in our world today? Yeah, so I, I think when we talk about Adversity. The first thing we have to do is acknowledge that um, that we're going to face it, right? I mean, that was the encouraging news I shared, right? Was that you're you're going to face adversity, and I know that's not very encouraging, but it's true. Um, I, I think the nature the nature of the adversity we face is that um, it's going to at times seem insurmountable. Um, I think we can all point to times in our lives where we faced adversity and we've looked at it and it's been this wall that's been so high that it seems unscalable, right? But the, the true nature of adversity when we walk with the Lord, when we walk with Jesus, is that um, there is no adversity that we can't overcome and that we can't get past with him, right? And so that's the encouraging part about adversity is that um, we face it and it seems insurmountable but um, there's always a way through it. 
um, God provides that way through it for us. Yeah, and I think that, um, number one, that's absolutely true. And and I know times in my own life when it's like, man, I, I could not have gotten yeah. through that had I not known the Lord, had I not been in a relationship with the Lord. There's no way I could have gotten through that. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I hear get... Um, kind of tossed around a lot is is a referencing the verse God won't give us more than yeah. we can handle especially yeah. as it relates to adversity that we face mm-hmm. um, and and I think that's adversity like not necessarily persecution uh, although that can fall into that category but right. just just these general trials and tribulations and adversities that we come when we're feeling under that spiritual attack people will often say, oh, God won't give you more than you can yeah. handle. And I've always, and I've heard multiple perspectives on this. Um, some people say, oh, yes, that's absolutely true. God won't give you anything more than what you can handle. You can do this. You right. can overcome this. And some people will say, well, no, God actually will give you more than you can handle yeah. so that you will run to him and depend on him and lean into his strength and his right. power and the Holy Spirit. Um, and so what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I, I think it's, Kind of both of those, actually. Um, so, so I think the first thing, from a, just a super practical standpoint, is that I think we're capable of handling a lot more than we think we are, yeah. right? And so, just from a practical standpoint, um, and this would be true. I, I, I mean whether you're a believer or not. Now, now obviously, there's a lot that we can't overcome without um, the Lord's providence and the Lord moving in our life, but there's this general grace, right, that that God gives to everyone. And, and, and I think that, that when we're up against an obstacle, we're very quick to say, I can't, mm. when, when actually what we mean by that is, man, that looks really hard. And, and one of the things that I wanted to emphasize in the message was that God, um, God gets us through obstacles so that we can continue to do really hard things. Yeah. Everything God calls us to is really, really hard. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't do it. It just means it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. And, and the problem that I see in, um, in a lot of Christians, and, and I've fallen into this myself too sometimes, is that is that we somehow think that because God's with us and because it's something God's called us to, that it shouldn't be difficult and it shouldn't take a lot of effort. Mm -hmm. But it takes a Mm -hmm. lot of effort um, to do what God's called us to. Um, And and so will God give us more than we can handle? No, in the sense that I think we can handle a lot more than we give, give ourselves credit for. But then two, when we get to that point of not being able to handle something, mm-hmm. um, the grace and the strength that God gives us is more than sufficient for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and as you know, we, we talk about this a lot. Uh, you know, I enjoy uh, weightlifting. Yeah, right? I yeah. enjoy lifting weights and, you know, total vulnerability like when i start adding weight to the bar or whatever i start to get a little afraid like yeah. am i going to hurt myself yep. and i try to be very you know like humble and and not overdo it not get yeah. into the ego lifting but what i'm saying is even though that happens I, i'm always afraid of that weight coming down on me and i'm afraid i'm going to hurt myself i'm not going to be able to lift that weight or pick it back up or whatever the yeah. case might be and and there are times when yes i fail there are other times when i'm like Whoa! I actually did more than I thought I could. Yes, and and so I appreciate that that um, that point of we can handle more than we think we can, and yeah. that doesn't always make adversity less scary or yeah. less difficult. And I think that's the other side is that there is a discipline, there is effort that we go through. Um, 
But I think that we'll find that once we get under that weight, mm-hmm. not not only has the Lord given us the strength to be able to lift it, the Lord within us is strong enough yes. to 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 lift that weight spiritually speaking, right? Um, and I'm I'm reminded of the the verse in Psalms that says, "Some trust in chariots, some mm-hmm. trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God." And yeah. I think it doesn't mean don't prepare for battle, but it means know who the vic- like know where the victory yes, comes from. Absolutely, know that victory is in the Lord. It's not yeah. in what our own hands can do. And so I think. Like what yes. you said, it's both. It's it's yes, God has trained my hands to make war, right? That says it in the yeah. Psalms. But at the same time, it's we know that our victory, our strength lies in the Lord. He is yeah. our source of victory. Yeah, that's right. And, and to kind of tack on to the, to the um, sports or athletics metaphor, mm-hmm. um, I think that a lot of times, well— God prepares you for the adversity you're going to face through all sorts of things leading up to that point in your life, right? And so, like, you don't go from never lifting weights at all to bench pressing an ungod. I mean, I don't really lift weights, so I don't even know how much a lot is, but um, (laughs) a lot of weight. You you step that up incrementally. And so when you get to that point of that like personal record lift or something, Mm -hmm. you're, you can, you, you have to trust in all of the preparation that you've put in up to that point. When you're training for a full marathon for 26.2 miles, one of the interesting things is during the training, you never run more than 18 to 20 miles in one run. You never actually run 26. And so what that takes is it takes you having to trust that you've put in the preparation to do that. And um, in in our lives, in our families, our business, or wherever it might be, God's prepared us um, to face whatever it is that's in front of us. And so I think that's an element of um, what God does to get us ready for these moments. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Uh, You know, we see that in the life of Moses, you know, when God calls Moses to go lead the people of Israel out of Egypt. I mean, that's a huge, huge calling. And even Moses had some objections to that. And God said, Moses, look at what's in your hand. And it was a shepherd's staff. And God had been preparing him. It doesn't mean that the actual act of bringing the Israelites out of Egypt wasn't hard and there oh, yeah. wasn't adver- I mean there was we can read about that story and how absolutely. many times Pharaoh Pharaoh's heart was hardened I mean there absolutely was more adversity in that but God had been preparing Moses yes. all up to that point um, speaking of preparation one of the yeah. things that you talked about um, was showing up this this idea of showing up when God throws you a lifeline and you know specifically in your message um, and at the time of, of recording this and releasing this we you know we just had our marriage night our marriage yeah. workshop um, you you talked about this idea of of showing up when God throws you a lifeline and and that helps kind of prepare you for that adversity and it kind of mm-hmm. got me thinking of this concept that um, if any of you are familiar with Dave Ramsey, who gives great financial advice, he talks about having an emergency fund, yeah. setting aside a certain amount of money that in case you come up with an emergency, i.e., oh, the transmission on my car just went out, and now I've got to fix it. Yeah. Um, and you've got that emergency fund. You've got money set aside to fix that, to take care of that problem in that emergency. And all of right. a sudden, you're not in crisis mode anymore of like, oh, my goodness, this unforeseen emergency uh, came up and and now we don't have the money to fix yeah. this and um, it got me thinking whatever the case might be whether it's this you know marriage workshop that we mentioned or or some other 
uh, event. Maybe it's a community group, a home group, a, a Bible study, a church attendance, a, a whatever, right. you know, counseling, anything. Would you say that it's similar in concept to Dave Ramsey's idea of a financial emergency fund that it it's not saying that adversity won't ever happen again, yeah. but it becomes much less of a crisis. You become a little bit more prepared for it in the yes. future. What are your thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, 100%. So uh, if you remember back in Ezra, the way that God, the primary way in which God really helped strengthen the builders through adversity was by sending these two prophets, right, um, to encourage them and to strengthen them. And uh, that's how that's how God oftentimes gets us through adversity by sending these other people into our lives. The problem is when we don't invest in relationships beforehand, when we wait until crisis, Mm -hmm. it becomes a lot harder um, to to invest in relationships in a healthy way because all we're trying to do in that moment is invest in relationships in order to get through the adversity. Not to say it's not possible, but it's much more difficult. But if we start before we hit the adversity, before we hit the trial, if we really invest in relationships then, and we mm-hmm. really strengthen those relationships and we put that money in the bank, if you will, mm-hmm. when trials come and when adversity comes, it's still hard, but we but we have the relationships, we have the, um, for lack of a better phrase, delivery vehicle in place yeah. that God wants to use to to encourage us and comfort us and to get, uh, to get us through it. So um, is the adversity still hard? Yes, but it's not nearly as hard, hard as it would have been if we were facing it and we had no one in our lives to help uh, walk with us through that. Yeah, so. and I think, you know, that that uh, brings to my mind this this concept of, you know, we're going from surviving to thriving, yes. right? We talk about, you know, yes. we've heard that kind of phrase in all different kinds of applications, but I think that's essentially, that's the moment. These are the practical steps yeah. that we can take to really, if we want to go from sur- just surviving, right, in a financial sense, it's kind of like living paycheck to paycheck yes. and just praying that an emergency doesn't happen, we go from surviving to really thriving and saying, yes. now it's not that I won't ever face hardships, um, but I'm a little bit more prepared for them. I've got right. the I've got the support network. Um, I've got the, you know, it takes a village, right? I've got the village yeah. now, whatever that looks like, whether it's my marriage, my family, my job, my other friendships and relationships with my family, we've got that in place. Yes. Uh, just in, in wrapping up, and I hate to rush this. I know we're running out of time, yeah. but I, at the same time, you talked about being in a position, being ready to do what God is calling you to do despite yes. the adversity. Um, if somebody is watching this or listening to this and they're saying, I'm ready, I want to yeah. start being in a position, I want to start building that that um, emotional, relational, spiritual emergency fund. Yes. What practically speaking, what does that look like? Yeah. So, so a couple things on remaining in position. So, the first thing to think about is is what has God called you to? Um, and if you can think of that, like if you know what that is, maybe it's a business venture. Like let's just say it's it's a big business venture, right? So, um, and, and, and you've started your own business and God's called you to this. So what does it look like to remain in position there? Well, um, what that looks like is super practical. It's showing up every day and making sure that you're always there mm-hmm. so that God can use you to continue to do what he's called you to do. Um, in marriage and family, what does that look like? It, it means remaining in position, being with your family, investing, and being there. Mm-hmm. Like God can't use you in your family if you're not there. And yeah. so staying in position. Now, now, what if you don't know what God's called you to? What if you're like, I want to know, but I don't know? Uh, then you need to remain in position 
uh, to hear from God um, what he wants you to do. What does that look like? Uh, developing a discipline of being in the Bible every day. Five, ten minutes, it doesn't have to be long. But that's you saying, God, I'm in position, I'm here, uh, and I want to know what you want from me now. Um, and not getting out of position when we don't hear from him within two days. Right? Sometimes it takes a while. And so doing it day in and day out, um, even though uh, we haven't heard anything yet. Because he will, if you stay there long enough, he'll give you direction going yeah. forward. Yeah. I heard uh, just the other day a really good uh, kind of mindset uh, quote from uh, a business leader that I follow, and he was mm-hmm. talking about, he was comparing again to kind of uh, physical training. And yeah. he said, you know, working out for nine hours a day is not going to get you transformation. Right. Now, working out every day for 20 to 30 minutes, that's what's going to get yes. you to the transformation. And you may not see it tomorrow or yeah. the next day or the next day, but if you stay consistent with it, you are going to see that transformation. Absolutely. And I think it's the same. I think if we remain in position, right, if we remain, remain present, not just physically, mentally, yes. emotionally, spiritually, um, then we will see that we will hear God speak because God promised that he would speak. Uh, if you that's seek right. me with all of your heart, you will find me. That's, you know, exactly that's, that's right. what God's word promises. And it's such an amazing promise that God makes himself available and desires, yearns, longs, wants to make himself available yes. to us. And so, yeah, I think if somebody's watching this or listening to this and they're saying, I want to start, but I don't know where, make your say, here I am, God. Yeah. God, what what is it that you want me to do? Would you speak to me? And he will and believe that he will. So, yeah. well, I would love to talk uh, a little bit longer about this. It's, yeah. It was such a good sermon, a lot to dive into and take apart, but I really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to, to dive into it. Yeah. And thank you so much for uh, sticking around and watching or listening to another episode of Monday Moments. If you got something out of this episode, please let us know. Send us a message. Leave us a comment. We love to hear from you. We would love to hear what you got out of this. Maybe if the Lord spoke something to you, we'd love to hear about it. So please feel free to share that. Um, We would love to hear from you again. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments, and we will see you next week.